Hello, everybody. Welcome to the Relationships Are Hard podcast. This is my very first podcast and the very first episode that I've ever done. It's kind of exciting, kind of scary. I just kind of want you all to hang in there with me so we can start to make better content and get this thing rolling really good. So for everybody out there going through some issues in life, whether it be relationships with family, friends, coworkers, uh, this would be a good way to let you know that you're not the only one. Now, with that being said, what is this? Well, this is a podcast that is designed to give you insight on relationships with significant others, you know, your partner in life. Uh, those relationships that we have with our children, other people's kids, uh, you know, maybe your niece, maybe your nephew, uh, maybe a little cousin. Uh, we just want to talk about how do we engage these little minds and, and, and kind of be a good example for them. Uh, and this is also about our coworkers. Uh, we have we spend a lot of time with them. Uh in a lot of cases, eight hours a day. So how do we engage our coworkers? How do we uh, work through issues and put forth a good effort and to make sure that we have a good working environment? I mean, there's so many avenues that goes along with being in a work setting and different personalities and things of that nature. So let's um, talk about that. That's kind of what this is about. We're going to get to know who we are, who the people we interact with are, how we're going to engage them, how we're going to uh, grow as people. Because at the end of the day, there is no one-stop shop solution to all these relationships. So what we truly want to do is continue on the path of trial and error to get a fundamental understanding of where we are, where we can be, where they are, where they can be, and see if we can find a middle ground uh, to ensure that when we interact with each other, it might not be as pleasant as we want to, but it can be something that is more um, engaging. Let's say that, you know, so... This is what this podcast is about. All right. This is my intro. Not many people know who I am. The ones that are close to me uh, kind of know a little bit about my story. Um, born and raised in Clarksdale, Mississippi. Uh, up and down that area, you know, family resided in a few different counties. Uh, but for the most part, I, I spent a lot of my time in Clarksdale, which is home of the blues. Um, a lot of family back there. Uh, miss everybody there. Uh, I love them. A great uh, extended family. Uh, even though growing up, your mom and dad, you're the only child that they have together. So my siblings had a different dad. Um, he he was in my life for a portion of time, and one thing that I can always say is. Even though I wasn't his child, he always treated me as such. 
and that goes along with uh, my, uh, his his family. Uh, to this day, they treat me as family, like blood. You you wouldn't even be able to tell that I was not related to these people by blood, but they they show that they love me. So I come from a big family, and my grandmother had thirteen children. So I got a lot of aunts and uncles. Um, and what goes along with that is having a lot of cousins. So growing up in Mississippi, uh, you become very close because these are the people that are there with you day in and day out. A lot of times you're spending hours of the day with your aunt, maybe your uncle, um, whoever is there to fit the role of uh, providing <laughs> care. Uh, a lot of times we were fortunate enough where my aunts and uncles were older than I am. So as a younger kid, uh, you're you're following them around town and hanging out with them while mom is working, maybe. Um, or you just spending time with them because uh, you, you, you don't know it, but you respect them because they're older. And when you're younger in Mississippi with nothing much to do so you kind of want to make it easy on yourself by just following them and see what they do and a lot of times uh we had fun got into trouble did kid things and it really showed it uh, a lot of our relationships going forward um, because you you don't know the importance of family until you're in a place where you know they're not around and you know you can't go and drop the kids off to grandma, you know? So what do you do in those situations? Uh, you just have to uh, work around that. So um, my aunts and uncles played a huge role in my life. I really do appreciate them for always being there for me and teaching me how to grow as a person because I, I'll, I'll never forget um, Uncle Milton. You know, one thing about it was, you're McGee. You got to know how to defend yourself. You got to stand up for yourself. So that's something that I, I, I kind of took to heart because I was that kid who would cry. I would rather cry than engage or get physical with somebody because growing up, you, you, you fought a lot. You know, we're talking about uh, there was – situations where kids like to pick on you, you know, and what do you do in those situations? I'm sure a lot of you been in that place where you, you've had to defend yourself. And um, those times where my uncle Milton and my cousins, we would put on boxing gloves. Sometimes it was one glove each, you know, we got a left and a right. So we're going to have to box with one arm, you know, one hand. And you, you kind of learn how to be tough and uh, stand up for yourself when you need that. Because that's something that helped me out through my adulthood, which is to uh, stand up for myself and stand up for what I believe in. You know, so growing up, I had a huge family. They embraced me. You're, you just know that 
these people always have your best interest at heart. So when it comes to seeing the adults in my family, it was a totally different experience for me. You're talking about a lot of people who partnered up in in high school, maybe, or shortly after that, and got into these very long committed relationships. So for me, that's what I saw growing up. I saw long-term relationships, and that kind of shaped me what on what I thought a relationship truly was. I always thought that you put the work in because that's what I saw. Like I had no idea my aunts or uncles were going through huge problems in their relationships because they never showed it. Uh, you know, there there may be one one relative. I mean, we're not gonna say uncle, uh, but you know, they 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 would they would have their stats, and and you just kind of know that's not what you want. You know, so even though that is the kind of stuff you will see, you kind of grow to know what you don't want. So for me, my elders really taught me a lot and at the same time they didn't teach me a lot because you you'll you'll find out more about um my relationship path a little bit later but uh just being around them seeing how they go about things it kind of shaped me to be this calm person where I I'm less likely to get to anger super quick you know anger is not something that i i would show um very it, it, it just takes a lot and part of that is because growing up i just saw how patient my aunts and uncles were with all of us you know you're talking about people who are not your mom they're not your dad but somehow they fit that role because they were able to treat you as if you were their own. They would teach you a little bit about life. My uncle Leonard, uh, married to Tricia, uh, he, he passed away years ago. And one of the things that I, I'll never forget is when he showed me how to eat a tomato and for some people you're like eating a tomato why would that be such a important event in your life it's because he was growing tomatoes here's a black man in mississippi who has tomatoes okay so he goes and he picks one and he's like you like tomatoes brandon and he's always been this calm guy you know, so whenever I got a chance to be over at their house, it, you know, compared to all the rest of my family, I wasn't over there as much as I would like. But whenever I came over there, he, he would always have this soft-spoken voice. And it's like he would always want to show me something, you know, teach me a, a little something. And this particular day, he goes over to the uh, grabs a tomato. He gets some salt and pepper, and he's like, yeah, well, here's the thing. I want you to try it like this. So I, I taste it, 
and I love it. I mean, we're talking about a tomato. It's not even a dessert. <laughs> I mean, it's a fruit. All right. Um, so from that moment on, I, I I always had this love for tomatoes. Like I can eat a tomato raw, just bite into it. Oh, this is great. Um, you put a good tomato on my salad. I truly don't need salad dressing because I love tomatoes so much where the flavor for me just does enough where I can enjoy a salad without sa uh, salad dressing. And a lot of people think that's weird, but I don't know. Uh, it, it goes back to uh, my Uncle Leonard, you know. Um, I never knew how things were, but, you know, I... I, I always appreciated my time with them. So, uh, shout out to my Uncle Leonard, you know, who is by far one of the best men I ever uh, had in my life. And I'm very thankful for that. Um, well, adulthood. Um, kind of left home at 18. College was around the corner, but... me. <laughs> Me being who I am, I kind of wanted to get something started, so I ended up going to join the military. Now, a lot of people find this story to be funny, but uh, I ended up attempting to join the Army, so I uh, they got a, a recruiting office in Clarksdale, across town, and my mom doesn't believe that I want to do it. Uh, I just watched this commercial. Let's go. <laughs> the army looks like a great time. So she says she doesn't believe me. So she drives us over there. Fortunate enough, the recruiting office for the army is no longer there. So these guys uh, are in this office next door, and I walk over, and I'm like, hey, where's the recruiting office for the army? Oh, this is the Navy recruiting office. Uh, he's like, hey, come on, come on in, man. Uh, come here. Let me come. Let's talk a little bit. So these two guys um, kind of talked to me. You know, they after talking a little bit, they asked me about my goals and stuff, and they showed me this uh, video. So this was the world's mightiest navy, right? <laughs> um, this video was just amazing. You know, you get to go on a ship, you get to go see all these places, you get to do all these things. You get to have all these experiences with other people and learn, you know. You can take a career path that is somewhere along with what you want. So I'm like, okay, I'm in. Let's do this. Uh, you got to go to MEPS. You also have to take your ASVAB. So we get that ball rolling. I wake up super early in the morning. I'm tired. Probably was up playing video games all night because, you know, <laughs> growing up back then, that's kind of what we did uh, with, with my friends. Uh, but uh, get down there, I take my ASVAB. I, I take a few. Like, I, I was so tired, I didn't even take the whole thing. So the portions that I uh, did complete, because <laughs> uh, I kept falling asleep, the portions I completed was more than enough to get me uh access to all the jobs in the navy which was a pretty good thing considering that i didn't finish the whole test i fell asleep in between and they would stop 
pushes and you have to pick up on others. So, um, yeah, life lesson there. Uh, if you're going to join the military, have to take that ASVAB test. Make sure you're fully rested uh, so you can do well on that thing. Uh, so there's that. Uh, so, yeah, uh, I ended up in boot camp, uh, Great Lakes, Illinois, right outside Chicago. It was interesting. They shaved our heads. As soon as we get off the bus, we go in there. We talk to everybody. Um, they they get us going to our places. I mean, you have other eighteen year olds. I mean, in some cases you got twenty three year olds. I mean, you know, a variety of ages. And we're sitting here, not knowing what's going to happen next. And some people are crying. And me and my personality type, you know, I thought it was hilarious that. Uh, you got grown people getting yelled at, uh, and they're crying. I, I don't know. That was just uh, eye-opening experience, and I thought it was funny, you know, because it's like, oh, my gosh, we're all grown people here, and we're about to be defending our nation, and we're, we're not even off the orientation yet, and we're already emotional people, you know. Uh, so uh, got set up. Um, did the whole boot camp thing, you know, the Navy couldn't teach me how to swim. So <laughs> say what you will about the stereotype of black people not being able to swim, but the Navy couldn't teach me. They tried for the entire time and it got to the point where it was just a disaster. They gave up on me. <laughs> um, but ultimately I graduated and then they finally placed me on uh, the USS Ronald Reagan where I met uh, a lot of uh, good people. Uh, so that that's kind of where uh, my story starts to hit this pivotal moment of partnership, significant other type relationships where I didn't date in high school, didn't have a girlfriend. Uh, wasn't something that was on my radar. So after I joined and was assigned to the USS Ronald Reagan, that's when I entered the next phase of my relationships with adults, uh, coworkers, uh, friends, significant others, and ultimately children. So what I want to talk about next is what's the point of this? We all have taken different paths in life. Different roads lead different places. It could be the same place. There's just so many different ways to get from point A to point B uh, unless there's just nothing but roadblocks. And a lot of times that's what happens in life. There's a lot of roadblocks where you have to figure it out. You have to try to navigate and do your best to get where you want to be. And for some of us, it's harder to get there than uh, we want it to be. So what end up happening in these situations is uh, we kind of navigate life, sticking to the path that we're used to. We don't want to venture out. We stay in a comfortable place because it's the easiest thing to do. So with that, 
I just want a different perspective for, uh, or as many perspectives as possible so that you, the listener, can kind of understand that if you find yourself in a place that's very hard, you're not the only person that's that's been there. You're probably not the only person going through it at that moment in time. You, you just might never know your neighbor could be uh, going through the very same thing. And, and I could really uh, help and give you that feeling that someone else knows what you're uh, going through. So with my expectation, I kind of want us to get together and, and kind of go over some stuff and you see how it fits your life and see if something I say might spark that aha moment. And then you're like, okay, um, maybe I should try this. Maybe I should go this other path, you know, but who knows what's waiting on over that uh, boulder on the hill. It could be new civilization, <laughs> uncharted territory, undiscovered land. So my expectation is we're going to get somewhere, going to learn some stuff about ourselves and kind of put ourselves in the shoes of others so that we can be better. And it's not better being better than people, but being better than you were and being okay with your progress, no matter how slow um no matter how long it takes you to get there, you just kind of want to get to a place where you can look back and all that pain that you've gone through in life, you can say, I did it. It was something that was hard at the time, but I put forth the effort to kind of grow who I am so that I am someone that people understand better. People know what they're getting when they talk to me. People know who I am, where I've been. Uh, because one of the things about navigating this life is sometimes we want to do it all by ourselves. There might not be anything wrong with that, but sometimes you, you really do need an outlet to talk to others, to kind of vent in some cases seek guidance in some and you know maybe you just want to um compare stories and situations and see how somebody else did it and add more tools to your uh toolbox so that going forward you have different ways to go about different things and i think that's kind of where we want to go with all this we want to make sure that if we're at a place in these relationships that we truly can work on things and build upon what we've done in the past to kind of get ourselves where we want to be. Because uh, when I start discussing um, my relationships, you'll kind of understand that I had different views. I've had different ways to go about things. And a lot of times that didn't sync up with my partner. 
and it created problems. In some cases, you you reflect. You, you're waking up at two o'clock in the morning. You don't know what to do. You so you just lay there and think. I have done some of my best thinking at two a.m. and it kind of helps me bring clarity to who I am, what I want, and how I can go about my life. Because it's not life isn't perfect. I'm not perfect. I'm far from it. Um, all I know is I believe in trial and error. I'm willing to do change, find new ways to to look at things. So I'm not closed-minded in a in the longest run. I truly believe that you can become the person you hope to be as long as you're willing to be open. Because when you're closed-minded, that's when you start to damage relationships. And that's not something I want. I want you to be able to build on those relationships, improve, make them better. Uh, keep things uh, in a place where you can be excited about trying something with these people, okay? That's going to help you. I'm learning. I'm still learning. I'm, I'm, I'm putting the work in because this is what I want for myself. And I always knew my story has been a fascinating one. As a father of seven kids, two failed marriages, you learn, you have to change and do something different to kind of grow. You got to set boundaries because the other ones on the other end might not respect you. Or understand you. In some cases, they just might not understand themselves. So, placing boundaries can definitely help the growth process. It might help you become uh, better you. So, we're going to find out. We're going to take this journey together. We're going to see what we can do and how we can make this work for everybody, whether you're male, female, somebody's cousin, somebody's daughter, somebody's brother. This is for everybody because at the end of the day, we all have to interact with humans. That's just what it is. I want to thank those who listen. This is going to be something pretty amazing, and I'm kind of proud of myself for what I've started. We're going to continue to take this journey together. In the meantime, uh, reflect on things. Reflect on what you've done. Reflect on what you want to do. And let's have a good week. Adios, muchachos.